Hey, it's morning. I just put on my Z100 voice. <laughs> hey, it's Robin. Hey, it's grabbing your pants with Robin. Z morning zoo, zoo, zoo. <laughs> I, I don't think I do Z100 voice. I think I do like strip club DJ voice. This is Crap Your Pants with Rob and Ken. My name is Ken. Hey guys, I'm Rob. We got a really good episode today, Rob. Like, I'm I'm kind of excited for this one. It's it's part one of two parts. We've got Dom and Wally from the, I believe now defunct, but maybe it's just resting podcast called I'm Black, He's White. And part one will be Dom and part two will be Wally. But before we get into that, I want to jump into this week's segment of Turd Lingo. Turd Lingo. This week's Turd Lingo is something that uh, I believe you are the most qualified to discuss. This week's Turd Lingo. Turd Lingo. Is bubble guts. What are bubble guts? Ah, uh, yes, the dreaded condition of bubble guts. Simply put, it's as the term suggests. It's when you've got things percolating in your stomach area, in your intestinal tract, and it definitely means things aren't going well downstairs. It's the canary in the coal mine, as it were. It's the it's the signal that you best tend to things. It's sort of, it's almost like the pre-stage. It's not like desperation, like this is about to happen, but it's like the things are not well currently. It's the early contractions to your food, baby. <laughs> yeah. And it's, and it's not going to go well. And, the, and, and it will be a rough delivery. It's sort of like having, having a, a very spicy meal where you're kind of already like, wow, that, 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 hit, that hit a little something. And then following it up with like a bunch of ice cream. And then all of a sudden, the, the, the turmoil is just like, why the fuck did I do that? Here, here comes things. I need to make some, I need, I need to uh, adjust my schedule and whatever I'm doing right now to take care of this issue. For some reason, I recall something I saw in the news um, pertaining to recent volcanic eruptions. Like, I think it was in Hawaii or Italy or both, because I think they both have active volcanoes. Point being, a geologist will often tell you, just before a volcano dramatically erupts, there's always signs of, of, of percolating magma. There's like little bits of uh, like earthquakes, tiny earthquakes, um, just tr tremblings and rumblings and just general discontent from the land. That's sort of what's happening only in your gut. It's onomatopoeia. It sounds like what it is. You're like, yeah. My guts are bubbling. Bubble guts. Bubble guts. All right. And with that, that was Turd Lingo. Turd Lingo. Up now, uh, a, a legend, an, an old podcaster, the first, the first of our two interviews, the, the, the white half of the I'm Black and, and He's White uh, podcast. <laughs> um, Dom, thank you very much for being here today. Thank you. I'm excited to be here and talk about crap in my pants. It's it's uh yeah, we're we're looking forward to hearing your story. So, why don't you kind of set it up for us? Like what what were the circumstances around this? I was thinking about this and I just realized that this is really a story about my dad. So to kind of put everybody's perspective uh in the right place before I get to the moment that I shat my pants. Um so my dad, you have to understand was he's a foreigner, right? And like a lot of foreigners, he had trouble with certain parts of the English language. In particular, he had a big problem with knowing how to say, I guess you could call them neologisms, but 
uh, like the brands of things were very difficult for him. So I remember back in the day, like, you know, Nintendo, Sega for video games and stuff like that. Uh, he hated the fact that we played video games and he would call it Nintendo. And then he would call Sega CGA. I don't understand how you come up with CGA from Sega. It's like, it's a four letter world word. You just go Sega. You just read it across the thing. But the funniest shit about my dad was there were also like things that he would never learn. Like the word for uh, boxers or briefs. He just mislearned that. And he never, like, it didn't matter how many times we corrected him on it. He would never learn it. So he referred to those things, boxers and briefs, as panties, nonstop. Like, it would just be like, <laughs> no, put your panties on. Let's go. You have to go to school. So uh, <laughs> in addition to that, he was Polish, right? So there was a major curse word that he would just use religiously, I would say, which was kurva, you know, and Kurva, I guess it kind of means like whore or fuck. Like, I guess that's what it would be. So like everything came with like kurva, this kurva, that. Uh, so my dad was the kind of guy that he would just like suddenly look at you while you were in the middle of conversation and say, oh, no kurva, I need to crap. And he would just immediately have to run to the bathroom and shit his fucking brains out. <laughs> the other thing that you need to know about my dad before I start getting into the details of how I shat my pants was my dad was a 45 minute crapper okay so like he would go to the bathroom he would grab the paper you know classic like position or whatever have the door ajar a little bit you know for like a little breathing room and then there would be the courtesy flushes that you would hear every once in a while but he was like he went to the bathroom you knew it was like 45 minutes you're just not getting in there like figure it out maybe uh you know shit in a bag or something um not that i've ever done that at that time. But anyway, I'm getting away from the point. The point is, is that at the time that this happened, I was turning 17. I wasn't quite 17 yet. Um, and the thing that I wanted to bring up about this is like the the scenario that I, that I was in at that time was there was, was a, a bedroom apartment, like a two bedroom apartment with my Self and my brother, my dad was in the one bedroom. Uh, me and my brother were in the other bedroom. This is not that uncommon in New York City. So if you don't, don't be shocked if you're listening to this and you're from suburbs. Uh, so anyway, we sh me and my brother shared a bedroom. And uh, we were the kind of teenagers that ate voraciously and could not put on weight. And it would drive my dad crazy uh, because he would spend so much money. We would go to the store grab all this food and then in two days it was like literally all gone it just frustrated the shit out of him so we bought the cheapest food he could and in the largest amount possible so me and my brother got chinese food one night we got a massive amount of chinese food and something about it wasn't prepared right because my brother got really sick he puked and he ended up having like a stomach flu so me being the brother that i am it was my job to take care of him for that time period uh, the difference between me and my brother is like I get sick much worse than he does. So he was only sick for a day. He puked once, maybe twice. I, you know, I helped him out. I took care of him, gave him water and crackers and all that kind of stuff. And he was good. The next day he was hanging out with his friends. And how far apart are you two in age? We're only one year apart. Actually, we're Irish twins. Okay. My dad couldn't wait to get back in there. He was all about it. So anyway, uh, I took care of my brother and I ended up getting sick. And like I said, I get much, much worse than him. 
And wouldn't you know it, like the timing of this worked out was that like I was sick for three days. And on the second day, that was my birthday. So I spent my birthday in bed eating just crackers, water, Pedialyte, and just spewing out of both ends. Like I'm either shitting water or vomiting water, right? So then like it's the third day and my dad's home all day because I think it was a Saturday. And uh, so at some point I started to feel like, oh God, like something's coming, you know? My dad, 45 minute crapper is in the bathroom. What the fuck am I going to do? And I was, I ran over. I was like, dad, I got to go. I got to go. And he was just like, no, curve, I'm reading paper. I'm shitting, go, 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 vomit in, you know, whatever, somewhere else. And I was just like, no, no, I got to go. Like, I, I'm pretty sure it's, it's both. <laughs> and he just like got really annoyed. Let me open the door. Uh, you know, he had to turn his whole situation to the left to let me in and i ran to the bathtub and i remember puking all over the bathtub and then at the exact same time that it puked all over the bathtub my pants just fucking got heavy i just completely shat myself with diarrhea water at the same time and (laughs) it was it was the both end shots it was the both end. It came out at the same time. And my dad looks over and he's like, no curva. You shit your pants? <laughs> and then he just belly laughs for like a fucking minute while I'm just still puking. And my shit is heavy. I'm just like, oh, oh. <laughs> I feel oh. disgusting. And my dad's just like, <laughs> I was just like, what a great dad. What a wonderful person. So that's my story, man. I just remember when I was in the bed, I was just like, I'm turning 17. And I was like, I cannot shit my pants at this age. I can't let it happen. So like any time that I needed to go to the bathroom, I just went right away. And fucking, I even made it to the bathroom, Ken, and motherfucker, I still shit my pants. We call we actually refer to that as the 26.1. Um, you, you, you get right to the end of the marathon and you fall before the oh finish my line. God, you never break the term. Tape. That's now, a good term. Did your dad, did he remind you of this? Like, was, was it, did it become like a running joke? No, I, you know, I can't remember. I, I don't think so. I don't think it became like a running joke, but he really enjoyed himself that day. You brought him joy. I did bring him joy in a way that he did not expect. But that was the sad part is like, you know, everything happened. My dad finished up and then I had to like take a fucking shower afterwards. It was awful. So, Dom, um, I would also like to cite that he, he can he actually accomplish two things. He did the 26.1, right, which was I was guilty of. I had the pleasure of experiencing that as well. Um, and you and I can, you know, we can sidebar and commiserate over the tragic irony, like just the joke that it is. Solidarity, brother. Right. Just because because it's just so humiliating. It's like it literally <laughs> it's just like, what's your excuse, bro? It's like it's not like you're like on the road or like stuck in an elevator like you're in the can. So um, so the other the other thing you were managed to accomplish is what I like to call Newton's third law, which is um, if two bodies exert forces on each other, these forces have the same magnitude, but in opposite directions. <laughs> <laughs> So you were like you. So in 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 the cosmos of that we occupy, you were you were static. 
because you exerted you exerted equal and opposite forces from your from your your That's genius. body for one yeah. for one moment in time i yeah. was absolutely assured of my you, place in the universe you proved newton's theory correct with your ass and your <laughs> with my ass in my mouth at the same time you're like you're like you're like you're like yeah you're like hey you're like hey isaac newton hold my beer <laughs> uh, <laughs> they missed it on interstellar man they needed to put something in about that that is the moment when you know you're most alive you're like i am shitting my pants right here you you can't think about anywhere else you the past is gone the future is unknown you are sitting in that moment saying like i have now filled my pants with my own feces <laughs> while my uh face is contorting with the effort of ejection through my mouth um dom i have one more question for you on this which is when after this incident that you had, did you have trepidation? Did you have preparation? Did you care about what you ate a little bit more so that you wouldn't repeat it? Did did it live did it live with you in fear or did you just like fuck it that happened and I will continue to live hard and eat? No, me and my brother had uh beef with broccoli uh over rice and I did not eat any Chinese food plus especially beef and broccoli together. For many years after that, I was just like, I can't fucking do it. <laughs> but eventually I was just like, I can't live like this. I want Chinese food. I mean, that was powerful. Rob, this is this is fascinating to me because I felt like we got this a little bit with uh, with Ryan's. The parents who deal with this and definitely from Dom's father, the parents who deal with this in the best way seem to be the ones that don't take it too seriously, that bring light to it, that remove shame from the situation. Agreed. I definitely felt um, there was a heartwarming aspect to it in that in, in that it involved his brother and his father. And, and I felt like I got some really great insights into their dynamic and to who he was as a person. Um, and, and the, I, and I guess the, and the wonderful things that families bond over. And there's nothing like being ridiculed by a parent for shitting yourself. There's a, it's a certain kind of love, I guess. Put another way, why do I get the sense that such a thing was not unfamiliar to his father? It's kind of like the, the way he met it with the humor and the sort of just like the, the amusement was like, oh, you, oh, you too? Yeah. You know, something like that. It's sort of like the scene in Goodfellas when the teenage Henry Hill gets gets out of his first trial and he and he walks out and everyone is there and like, hey, you busted your cherry. Hey. And, and yeah. he's kind of like, you can see the joy on his face of like, oh, this is normal. And everyone else is just like, welcome. It's OK. We've all been there. Yeah. That, for me, that's just sort of what I what I took away from it. It was sort of like his a parent. It was sort of like a parent looking at their child going, look at you living your life. That is the perfect lead-in to this week's Shart at the Devil. Shart at the Devil. This week's Shart at the Devil is a song by Peeping Tom. I don't think it was about shitting your pants, but it's 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 the spirit of this podcast, and I feel like the spirit of what Dom went through with his brother and his father, and the song is called We're Not Alone.
Pretty good, right? Well chosen. It's a dramatic, beautiful, philosophical end to this week's episode. That was just part one. Part two is going to be next week, where the other half of I'm Black, He's White, Wally, is going to tell his story. So looking forward to that. Rob, any final thoughts? Kurva. Kurva. That's a good one. Thank you for listening. You can find us on the Twitters. You can find us at crapinyourpants.com. And this is the Crap in Your Pants with Robin Ken Podcasts. And keep shitting. Not that you have a choice. 